Hi there. Today I'm going to talk about why you should elevate your consciousness level as a person, but also as a leader and as an organization, if you want to be happy and if you want to be successful. So I'm going to talk about why you should elevate your consciousness level, what it means and how you could do it. And I'm going to do that with the Barrett model, a model developed by Richard Barrett called the seven levels of consciousness. I'm Muriel, CEO, mum and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today, I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week, I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. Now, in slow times, as an organization, it was sufficient to have financial stability, and so to aim for profit, to have basic relationships, and to have processes in place to have operational excellence. And these are the basic levels of your organizational consciousness. So if you had those three things, you were successful as an organization in the past. But then you got more and more competitors or your customers got other demands. And so as an organization, you had to innovate. And so innovation and constantly learning new skills became the fourth level of your organizational consciousness, which doesn't mean that you don't need the other levels anymore. You still need them, of course, but you also need to innovate if you want to constantly evolve and grow as an organization. And these are four levels that a lot of organizations master. But today, in these fast-changing digital times, you have a competitive advantage But you cannot keep that competitive advantage for a couple of years anymore, like you did in the past. You get copied after a couple of months or even a couple of weeks, or you get new customer demands or new regulations, or you get disruption like the coronavirus we live in today or we're witnessing today. And so it's not enough anymore to simply have this competitive advantage and to reinvent yourself every couple of years. You need to become very adaptable. And also for your consumers, for your customers, they have a lot of choice. It's not anymore about where should I buy this? It's more about what do I have to choose? There is so much choice in this world that I don't know what to choose anymore because everyone is having approximately the same and is offering approximately the same. And that's when this fifth level becomes important. And that is authenticity. In a world where there is so much choice, people are looking for authenticity. They're looking for you to make a difference. And to make that difference, you have to have values and a purpose and you have to stick to that. And that's the fifth level of consciousness. But that's also the level where you start empowering the people in your organization. 
So that fifth level will make you successful and also happy in these fast-changing digital times. But then when you start making a difference for your customers, you start realizing that things have become so complex that you cannot offer everything by yourself anymore. So you need to build ecosystem to increase that customer experience. And that's that sixth level. You need to build partnerships. You also need to build a community around your company, about your values and your mission. And then that is still not enough because today people, they also want sustainability. They want ethics. They want you to make a contribution to the world. And that's the seventh level living really your purpose as an organization. So these are the seven levels of consciousness of an organization. And if you want to be successful as an organization, you have to have full spectrum, meaning that you have to be able to function at each level. And what we tend to see is that NGOs, for instance, they have a lot of focus on these higher levels, but sometimes they can miss the focus on profit, on basic relationships and on processes. And so they're not as successful as they would like to be. Or what we also see is that companies that are uh, public companies where financials are really important, they tend to focus too much on profit, on processes, on operational excellence, and not enough on these higher levels of consciousness. So if you want to be successful as an organization, you have to operate on all these levels. But since the consciousness level of an organization cannot surpass the consciousness level of its CEO, well, as a CEO and you as a leader, you have to elevate your consciousness level because it's the same for a team. A team will not be able to surpass the consciousness level of its leader. So it's important to elevate your consciousness level because if someone in your organization is looking to make a difference, is looking to make partnerships, and to be empowered and things like that. But you as a CEO, you're still only focused on processes, on profits, on all the things of the traditional managers. Well, that person will not be happy in your organization and will most probably leave. So the, the people with higher consciousness levels, they won't be able to stay in your organization and your organization will not be able to be successful. So as a leader, you also have seven levels of consciousness. So the first level is the crisis manager, because you have to ensure stability. You have to make profits. You have to be sure that safety is in place, that everyone is healthy. This is really the basic function. Then you have to be a relationship manager. You have to make sure that people talk to each other, that you talk with your customers, that there are meetings in place where things are discussed regarding projects. Then it's not enough. Of course, you have to be the performance manager. 
So you have to have processes in place. So projects is not enough. You have to look at what went well, what went wrong. How can you improve your processes? Look at quality, productivity, KPIs, things like that. That's the third level. But then we want you to be the innovator and the facilitator. So you want your organization to be agile. You want to empower people. You want people to innovate. And so you have to be another kind of leader for that level. I wanted to talk about a great free five-day challenge that I'll start on the 21st of September. Are you really busy? Do you wish you had more time for yourself or your loved ones? Be sure to join us for the five-day challenge from overwhelmed to focused key leader. In just five days with five short videos, we'll help you get more focus in these fast-changing digital times and help you get your life back. All you have to do is register on www.keyleader.com slash focus. And the link is in the show notes of this episode. And motivate your team, a colleague or a friend to join us as well for this challenge, as it's always better to learn together. Is it time for you to have more focus and more time? Don't miss this opportunity. This method helps me reach amazing results while only working a couple of hours per day. And I want that for you as well. Now back to our episode. And so the next level as a leader is the authentic leader. And the authentic leader is aligned with his or her values. And he or she values authenticity, openness, transparency. So that's the next level. Then, of course, you want employee fulfillment. You want to be a coach and a mentor to the people. So you are the mentor leader, but also the partner leader, the one who forms partnerships, who build a community. And then the last level as a leader is the visionary leader, because you have a vision for your organization, for the future generations. You want ethics, sustainability. You have wisdom. So... Again, here as a leader, ideally, you should be able to operate on these seven levels. And it's not that one level is better than the others. The first three levels are the levels where we talk about managers. And so you still sometimes need to be a manager. If there is a crisis, you're not going to empower your team to have a meeting, to ask What do you think we should do? If you have a fire, for instance, you will be the crisis manager and give direction to the people in your team. But at other times, you want to co-create, you want to listen, to empower. So you have to be able to function at all these levels. And that's what I teach, for instance, to the participants of my course, is how to elevate your consciousness level as a leader, because it's not enough to know all these things. You have to act accordingly. Accordingly. And how then do you elevate your consciousness level? Well, you elevate your consciousness level by first mastering your basic needs. Because the three first levels in the Barrett model are also the three basic needs that you need to fulfill as a person. And it's the need for safety and security. It's the need of belonging and it's the need of self-worth. And it's basically these three questions. Do I have enough? Am I loved enough? And 
am I enough or am I worth it? Am I recognized enough? And as a leader, the first thing you need to do is to manage these three basic levels. Because once these three needs are fulfilled, then you will be able to grow. And so how do you elevate your consciousness level as a leader? Well, you have to fulfill the need at each level to be able to grow. It's a little bit like the pyramid of Maslow. So you need to have that security and safety need fulfilled. Because if you don't have that fulfilled, or maybe you had some issues with that level in the past, you can become very controlling, you can become greedy, or you can become dominant. The second level you need to fulfill is belonging. And belonging is, am I loved enough? And so you need to have a network of people around you that care about you and that love you. That's really important. And the third level of your, or the third basic need you need to fulfill is self-worth. Am I worth it? Am I recognized? And there it's really important that you give yourself recognition as well. So all the fears that you will have will be linked to having the feeling that some of these three basic needs is not fulfilled. So manage your fears very well by listening to the needs behind that, by fulfilling these needs, and that's how you will grow. And then for the rest, to grow, to continue growing your consciousness level, just look at what are your values? What do you deeply care about now? And live a life aligned with your values. Because once you have fulfilled the values of that level, you will automatically see that you will have new values that appear. That's why people uh, like, like me who've had the career and who have proven themselves, I had uh, the career, I became a CEO. And that's when I realized that it wasn't enough for me anymore. I was worth it. I had learned a lot of things, but now I wanted to make a difference. And that's the next level. And then probably later, I will want to make big partnerships. I already have some partnerships. And once the needs of that level are fulfilled, that's when you get to the next level, where you almost become this selfless, humble leader who is in service of the others and manages to get his ego aside. And I mean, you manage to do that because you know you are worth it. And people, for instance, who hide behind their ego, who hide behind their status, who are looking for power, that's often because that third need of self-worth is not properly fulfilled. So how do you grow as a leader? You grow by looking into What's really important for you now? What do you deeply care about? You fulfill that need and then another need will come and you fulfill that need. And that's how you grow your consciousness level by being really aware of your values and by managing your fears. And so I'm really curious. Where do you think you situate yourself? What is your current consciousness level and what is the consciousness level of your organization? 
But of course, it's not easy to elevate your consciousness level when you are so busy, when you don't have time. And that's what my next episode will be about. How can you save time at work or how can you do more with less? So subscribe to this podcast if you want to receive it automatically and also subscribe if you want to build a meaningful life and organization. Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you Rebel Leader with a Heart. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry. Because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. Keyleader.com slash fast times. Qileader.com slash fast times. Now let's dive into today's podcast episode. <music> 